1200 presents the Jim K. Ford Lincoln postgame show. Coming up, a complete analysis of tonight's game, including calls, texts, and emails. But first, tonight's three stars. Brought to you by Canadian Tire, Canada's Garage. Welcome to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show. Wasn't always pretty, but a gutty two points for the Senators in Seattle who hang on after going up 3-0 and giving that up completely, falling behind 4-3 in the third period. A nice response from Claude Giroux um, to tie it up. They eventually get the winner and then hang on at the end despite uh, Seattle buzzing in the Ottawa end. They pick up two points, and it's uh, on to Western Canada. Now time for the three stars brought to you by your auto area Canadian Tire Stores. Uh, star number three tonight, I went with Vince Dunn. Uh, I thought um, even though McCann had two goals, they were kind of of the lucky variety, both of them uh, kind of just bouncing in off broken plays. Um, had a solid game, but I, I went with Vince Dunn. He had a goal and an assist, a, a big goal, uh, after out battling Austin Watson inches from the blue line uh, to give the Kraken the the brief four three lead, he was a plus four on the night. Uh, a few blocks, a couple shots on goal, and uh, just over twenty four minutes of ice time. I thought he was uh, the best Kraken this evening. The second star, I went with Jake Chikrin or Jacob Chikrin. He's, he told our Dean Brown he wants his mom wants him to be called Jacob, uh, so we got to go Jacob Chikrin. He had one and one. Uh, I thought he had a really great stick uh, throughout uh, most of this game. Uh, there was one play where his own shot got blocked in the in the first period, and he broke up a two on one by, by batting the puck out of the air on the attempted pass across. Uh, real good player, uh, real steady back there. A few shots, a hit, a block. He got hit by <laughs> that block was a clearing attempt by Seattle that he ate on the power play uh, in twenty one forty five. So second on the blue line. Uh, to Shabbat and Ice Time. Really like Jake Chikrin's game once again. Jacob Chikrin. And the first start tonight for me was Claude Giroux. Uh, just unbelievable. This veteran pulls them into it. A goal assist. Uh, plus two. He had a uh, couple shots on goal. A hit. And 75% on the dot. He won, won a number of big draws, including uh, what would eventually be Seattle's second goal. A uh, big faceoff win. Uh, the puck ends up getting, after three icings in a row, puck ends up getting to Joseph, who can't clear it. Um, but he, he was he was solid. Um, guy's just an absolute beast. And uh, what a great signing that was. He's my first star this evening. Hardest working senator went with Alex Dabrinkit. Uh You get the game-winning goal late in the game. He had four shots, uh, provided uh, a buzz in energy. So typically, you'll see uh, the winning goal scorer give... Gifted the first star when it always isn't deserved, but all, I'm good to give Alex Debrinkit the hardest working senator. So to recap, the three stars, number three, Vince Dunn, number two, Jacob Chikrin, number one, Claude Giroux, and the hardest working senator, Alex Debrinkit. Now let's check out the TSN 1200 Out-of-Town Scoreboard brought to you by Senior Beer Barbecue, Chicken, Ribs, Hockey. We'll begin with hockey. And with the games that impacted the senators the most, Take a look at the standings in uh, just a minute. But we'll go over the scores first. Everyone hunting down the Islanders and Penguins who own the two wildcard spots. Uh, well, the Penguins had a 3-1 lead with six minutes left. The Islanders scored a couple to tie it, force overtime, and then win. So the dreaded three-point game, the Islanders with a 4-3 win. Elsewhere, of note to the Senators, uh, the Capitals pick up a point by falling 3-2 in a shootout to the Devils. The Sabres do not pick up any points because they are curb stomped 10-4 by the Stars in Buffalo at the Key Bank Center. Just uh, an absolute pumping uh, by the Stars. Elsewhere, the Hurricanes won nothing winners over the Flyers. The Canadians fall 4-3 in a shootout to the Rangers. The Golden Knights pick up a 4-3 win over the Lightning in overtime. Uh, the Bruins led the Oilers 2-0, but Edmonton comes back for the 3-2 win in regulation. Uh, the Blues with a 4-2 win over the Sharks. A couple of non-playoff teams there. Carlson did pick up his 20th goal and career-high 83rd point of the season. 4-1, Coyotes 
defeat the Preds, so Preds had an outside shot of maybe fighting for a final playoff spot. Not looking great, especially with that loss in the desert. Uh, the Kings with a 5-2 win over the Avalanche. And that does it for the out-of-town scoreboard in terms of hockey. Uh, taking a look at the standings in the East. The Islanders own the top wildcard spot with 76 points. They played 67 games. Uh, the Penguins, number two, with 74 points. They played 64 games as of the Senators, who are ninth with 70 points. They're tied with Florida, but they have a game in hand. Washington is at a nice 69, and Buffalo remains on 68 as they've lost three in a row. So Ottawa, four back of the Penguins, and they played the same amount of games, and they're six back of the Islanders with three games in hand. To the Players' Championship, Chad Ramey leading all golfers by after shooting in an 8-under 64 today in his opening round. Colin Morikawa, one shot back at 7-under. Uh, of note, uh, the top two Canadians, are six of them, and it was a really nice day for Taylor Pendrith, who's 5-under, and good for T3, Adam Spence, and T6 at minus 4. I'll give the full list to Canadians in the final scoreboard. Uh, but moving along here, Carlton Ravens women's basketball open up their final eight at the U Sports final eight in Cape Breton with a 56-51 win over the host Cape Breton. Uh, so they advance to the semifinals. That does it for the Outer Town scoreboard. We'll take a break. Uh, on the other side, start getting you to your reactant reaction. You can text in 12-1200, standard messaging rates apply. You can call 613-750-1200. Jeff and Darren are already holding. We'll get to the head coach, DJ Smith, and uh, some player reaction from Seattle. The Sens with a 5-4 win over the Kraken. This is the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sens postgame show on the TSN 1200 Ottawa Senators Radio Network. TSN 1200, home of the NFL. You're listening to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sens postgame show on TSN 1200. Time to check out the play of the game. Stutzler from center, flares it down inside the Seattle end. Takes a bounce, picked up by Giroux. Here's Giroux along the boards after a shift change, just trying to get some help. Sanderson holds it in to the corner to bring it. Sends it in front, scores! Puck is tipped in front. And I believe Pinto's got his second of the game. You know, boy, this could be interesting here because it may have gone off Will Borgen as well. Alex Debrinkit may get credit for this goal. Yes, the cat did get credit for the goal. Oh, I wish it was clean so that we could have got a meow from Gord. Next time we play that, I'll give the meow. I'll provide the meowing. But how about, speaking of cats, Giroux, an absolute dog hunting that puck down creating that play and uh, getting it to the cat who uh, would score uh, from the wall almost uh, off a bounce. Hey, it was bad bounces all night against um, some own play too. They, they deserved some of that stuff that, that went on as well. Uh, a couple of real tough power plays, a couple of tough uh, chances where they, they failed to clear uh, on, on just absolute must clear uh, opportunities, uh, both in, in Joseph's case and by Watson's case, but they get the bounce there. And uh, they get to two points. Absolutely huge. We uh, will hear from DJ Smith in a moment. Uh, but let's go to the phone lines first. You guys staying up late. It's 1 a.m. Let's bang out a couple phone calls first. Jeff, you're on the line. How are you feeling tonight? You there, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm here. How's it going? Good. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. Oh, what a worth it staying up late with that uh, late winner. Um, nice to get a bounce after so many bounces went against us for the Kraken goals. Um, I just want to say, I think uh, Giroux, just watching him play this whole season, I think he's the best free agent signing the Sens have ever made. I can't, like, I know we've had some, a couple good ones, but can't think of anyone better. Um, my question for you is uh, the past, I'd say, four or five games, I, the power plays kind of let us down a bit. Uh, what do you think we need to do better to improve the power play moving forward? I know we've been, it's been great all season, but lately it's just not getting it done. Yeah, thanks for the call, Jeff. Um, I think um, a couple of things. And, and like the first thing I'm going to say, I, I don't know if I'd change it yet necessarily. Like you've had one of the top power plays in the league throughout most of the season. Do you really want to? change it up right now. I'm not sure if that's the answer, but I think at some point, whether it's later this season, whether it's 
in the playoffs, whether it's next year. I, I got you. Got to see Jake Chikrin probably running that top unit with um, his threat of a shot from the point. Obviously, has the ability to move the puck as well. He made a nice play uh, on the uh, first goal of the game, um, so he can move the puck, and he has a hammer back there. and And I just don't think Shabbat's enough of a, a shooting threat uh, from the point. And tonight, it, it looked a little stationary between him. DeBrinket and, and Stutzla, not completely. Like, if you go back a couple of years, there was absolutely no movement whatsoever. Uh, tonight, I found it was a little bit slower. Not that bad, but um, not a ton of movement. Maybe part of that was uh, Seattle's aggressive PK after, I think, their first power play I thought was fantastic. They had, I think they had five shots on that opportunity, and they ended up uh, giving up the shorthanded uh, goal against um, maybe the thing I could have changed on that, I think there was a whistle with like a minute and four seconds left in the power play. Um, maybe go to the second unit to get fresh legs out instead of giving up the two-on-one against. But at the same time, the, the power play was cooking. They were looking real good in that, that first opportunity. So don't blame the head coach for keeping them out there for that. Um, but no, I, I think I wouldn't change too, too much other than at some point, Handing the keys over to Chikrin. Uh, I think that's going to be uh, the better long-term a- option, but I, I have no problem with them not doing that right now, just given how new he is to the team and if that could uh, ruffle some f- feathers maybe with, uh, with Shabbat, who I know it's, it's a business, a results-oriented business, but, uh, but he's been pretty decent back there with uh, one of the least top power plays. But thanks for the call. Um, Darren's been patiently waiting. Let's get to Darren right now. Darren, how you feeling? Are you fired up after a five-four win over Seattle? They, I think they did pretty good. I just, I noticed with the Brady Kachuk, he didn't like that icing. Some of the refs, I don't know why they call the icing call when I don't think it was necessary. But I think that we did pretty good. I like the Brinkin and Chikrin. Those are good line in Claude Giroux. I noticed that they, they seem that the line is going, and I'm happy with uh, Sogard. Like I don't know if Talbot he's going to be playing with us or if he's still hurt. I don't know what's going to happen with him. But if we uh, we have healthy goalies, I mean, maybe we'll be fine without uh, what's his, uh, Forsberg. Maybe next year we'll use him when he's better. But I think that uh, uh, Talb- or Talbot and uh, uh, Sogard are good. We need to use Sogard a little bit more, but we'll see if, uh, if, if Talbot's better if he, when he's up to playing. But I think they had a good, we have a good chance against uh, when we play Calgary. Because I know that Edmonton just beat Boston, and I'm happy there. So I think that we we have a good playoff run, and we'll see how far we go. And Thanks for the call, Darren. Um, yeah, Talbot's not under contract and has turned down an extension. Um, so I, I would anticipate he's not back next year. I, I personally believe I'd, I'd like to either move on and and have it be Sogard or or upgrade the position in general. Um, I, I think he's been fine this year. I, I don't think he's he's stolen too many games or been the difference in in too many games. Um, and and I don't know if you you missed it or not, but he's out for at least the next three weeks. So you want to see more Sogard? You you will see more Sogard for sure. All right, we'll get to two bobs in a moment, but uh, let's hear from Sunset Coach DJ Smith after a five uh, four win over the Seattle Kraken. Well, after a game like this, I'm not sure what kind of question to start with here. Let's maybe just get your thoughts, your overall impressions of this game. Well, obviously a great start. Um, that was a, probably our best power play in a long time, and then we give up a two-on-one, one goes in off a skate, um, you know, and then kind of the similar fade on the, you know, on the next one, and before you know it, it's, you know, it's 3-3, and you and you got to regroup, but that's a... Um, that's a big win for us to stay with it the way we did um, and find timely goals. I mean, that's a really that's as fast a team as we played, and that and that's a really good hockey team. The second half of the second period when they scored two to tie things up. What did you see from your team? Um, you know what? We were calm on the bench. It, it wasn't a lot of panic. I mean, I think it was a little bit of you know what happened. Kind of it happened so quickly, um, but I just saw we checked real hard in the third. I mean. Um, you know, when you're playing a team on the road, you know, they've got their crowd, the great crowd, and a lot of speed. Um, they kept coming at us, but I, I, I thought we stayed with it. Can you just talk about the importance of offense from the defense? Yeah, I mean, it's a clear difference. Um, you know, the, 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 their abilities to get pucks to the net, Chicky certainly helps there. 
Um, you know, but again, you know, we got some depth scoring. Browning comes in 67% in the circle, scores a goal. You know, it's a big difference. Certainly wasted no time. Uh, nice to see Patrick Brown scores first as a senator. Yeah, I mean, he, he just checks. He does everything the right way. You can see why, you know, he's played in playoff games. He fights for every inch. He knows how to just win his shift or get an even shift. And at this time of the year, those guys are the kind of guys that can, you know, drag you through a game. Coach, what are you seeing from Shane Pinto of late? A lot of confidence, skating with the puck. That line was really good tonight. Um, they made all kinds of plays. Obviously, Cat, you know, gets one there. Drake was flying, had chances too. So um, those guys were real good. Chris Tenson, Coach DJ Smith, in conversation with the media. Yeah, I, nice, better game from the second line. I was talking pregame. I want to see a little bit more from them. Not necessarily from Pinto. I think he's been uh, tremendous the last handful of games uh, ever since basically they sent Greg back down and uh, and Pinto reestablished himself as that second line for now a center. Uh, I, I think he's been, uh, he's been solid. Uh, I've really liked his game. And I predicted on Creech for the Top, also sent a, a T-bomb to a couple of my buddies, that we need a signature cat moment. He, he needs to step up and, he, and, and with a winning goal, and he did that. Less than three minutes left. Um, what else? Uh, DJ commented on, on how quick and fast Seattle play. Totally agree with that. When we had uh, Gordon in the first intermission, I, he was 3-1. I said to Gord, like, they need to be on the right side of the puck. They need to bring it for these last two periods because you could feel Seattle coming. They they work hard. Uh, obviously, they're they're the best team in the league five on five, um, and they're they're they built their team offensively on on quickness and on the back end, guys that can can skate but also are, are huge. So um, sloppy game, but they they found a way to win. So no complaints here. All right, we got a couple of long distance phone calls. Let's start with Bob from Australia. Bob, welcome to the show. Are you a Sens fan oh, in Australia? You. Yeah, I'm living uh, living in Brisbane, but I grew up in Ottawa. Okay, how's it going? Well, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's still summer here. It's 34 degrees. <laughs> Not bad. What do you think of tonight's game? Well, I just want to thank TSN and the app because this is we don't get a lot of hockey in Australia, and we don't get any Sens hockey at all. So. I've been listening religiously to the radio broadcasts for the last oh, number of years. And uh, without you guys, I'd be absolutely a lost hockey fan. Well, thank you very much for listening. That's awesome. Uh, glad you're, you're able to listen and, and get a little bit of, uh, of your Sens coverage in. So you, you feeling uh, a playoff push or what? Oh, absolutely. It's, nice. uh, it's really exciting. All right. Thanks for the call. Bob from Brisbane, Australia. Listening on the app. That's incredible. All right, there's one really long-distance call. Let's go to Seattle. Dr. Bob was in the house tonight. Dr. Bob, how's Climate Pledge Arena? It's a nice arena. Uh, The climate here is is a little bit cooler than in Australia. It's about plus five. Uh, It was a great game for the Sens. Good in the first period. Kraken's a good team. Uh, Good band. Um... Open to some dialogue if you want. Uh, I like Giroux's game. As you guys chose him the first star, I'm very glad he came to Ottawa and he's going to be a big part of us making the playoffs. Right on. Thanks for the call, Dr. Bob. Where are you off to next? Um, next is Vancouver. And so you're doing the whole trip? To, yeah, I'm going to do the whole trip. And nice. I actually just got my ticket for. Uh, Colorado back in Ottawa on the Thursday. Um, <laughs> you're so gonna, gonna you're gonna drive back from to, for you, from Tuesday to Thursday. I'm gonna try that. I'm not gonna be ridiculous, but it, I think the Google says it's something like 35 hours, and there's 48, 46 <laughs> with the time change, and then I can just crash at my brother's after that. Not crash along the way. No. And shout out to Eli and Samantha. Um, they're down from Vancouver, and I saw them. They were in Nashville as well. And uh, Brian is a uh, Buffalo fan who was there, and uh, we got chatting with him. But he's a Kraken season ticket holder now, and Marcy and Bridget here in town. So I get to see some relatives in Vancouver and then off to Calgary, Edmonton, and back to Ottawa. Unreal stuff, Dr. Bob. Well, drive safe, and uh, I want to see you Thursday night at Canadian Tire Center. That. That would be incredible. I I'm there to see you for sure. I just bought the ticket uh, yesterday <laughs> because I wasn't sure that I was going to make it. So the 218th were somebody else's. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, I have a hotel tonight. So oh, that. enjoy. Enjoy. Thanks for calling. Drive safe, Dr. Bob. That's nuts. What a, what a trip he's been taking this season. That's going to be over 60 games for sure. All right, let's uh, rip through some texts. Oh, you're probably patiently waiting to hear your text read before heading to bed. Maybe you just buzz us and then uh, and then pass out and maybe not hear it. But let's go. This unsigned text are lucky goal, but I'm oh no, I'm not reading. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not reading that one. On to the next one. Parker and Gloucester. Uh, we're staying up for fighting through adversity for the huge two points. Go sends go. Parker and Gloucester. All right, uh, spills bounces didn't go the sense way, but they held on by the skin of their chinny chin chins. Uh, tired. Hope everything, everyone gets some sleep. We got back to back Western Conference games coming up in a few days from spills. Uh, Mark in Vailmount uh, listening to the game in BC with a Pittsburgh fan while a pile of chirping is going on. Uh, what a game, guys! Send still in it. Uh, Mark from Vailmont. Yeah, you could toss uh, the chirps back. His way, your friend's way, because uh, Pittsburgh didn't do any solid tonight by uh, allowing that to be a three-point game. Uh, Stampeder Norm is in with a text. After two days off, after that game on Monday, I'm finally able to put it away. Great start in the first, but last lucky bounce uh, won this one. Drew is the best free agent signing this franchise has ever had. Cheers from Stampeder Norm. Yeah, I apologize. The first caller mentioned that as well, and I forgot to get to it. Um, yeah, hard, hard to argue. There's been a number of real good ones. Um, shout out to my guy, Todd White, if he's still listening. He's probably long in bed now. But uh, but no, that's uh guy's an absolute monster. He expected the the leadership, the competitiveness, the uh, experience, the face-offs, the mentoring. Definitely thought there would be some offense. Didn't think he'd be firing at like a point-of-game clip. Uh, just unbelievable what he's brought. Uh, to the Senators so far. A couple more texts for the, uh, before we take a break. We'll start hearing from some live from the locker room, some more phone calls. Chris in Vancouver. Holy bleep, what a win. That was a big boy win, though, and through and through. Very tough building. Every player fought hard tonight. I'm very proud of this team. All we want as fans is a team to be proud of. And on Saturday night, they're here in town, and I promise you, Ottawa expats will be out in full force at the rink. I have my jersey wash ready to go. LFG, Chris in Vancouver. Got a lot of love from Vancouver people uh, living on the left coast that, that tune in for every game. So that'd be nice for you guys to finally enjoy a, a game for the only one visit uh, per year. So uh, unbelievable. Have fun. Enjoy that one, Chris. Blackburn Ben says, woohoo, well worth it to stay up. Take this late night sends victory in. I liked how they didn't let up despite being the victim of some unlucky bounces. They just have to keep grinding. Uh, they fought hard for the win. Let's hope this is the start of another winning streak. Go, sends go. Cheers from Blackburn Ben. All right, keep the text coming. 12-1200, standard message rates apply. I'll get to them all. Uh, we'll get to Dave on the other side as well. But we're going to start hearing from some live from the locker room, including the man who scored the game-winning goal, Alex Dabrinkit. Also hear from Patrick Brown, the newest senator. What else we got? We've got Nick Holden, who... Checks back into the lineup, and Shane Pinto, I believe, as well. Sends with a 5-4 win over the Seattle Kraken. This is the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show on the TSN 1200 Ottawa Senators Radio Network. You're listening to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show on TSN 1200. Let's go downstairs and check things out live from the locker room. Welcome to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show. Welcome back to it, anyways. How about this? Sense go up 3-0, less than nine minutes in. It's all beauty vibes on a left coast. And then McCann scores shorthanded. Seattle gets a couple more in the second period. It's 3-3 going to the third. Vince Dunn, a few minutes in, wins a battle against Austin Watson at the blue line, walks in and uh, rips one shelf. Oh, no. No, no, not again. It's okay. Half a minute later, Claude Giroux, absolute dog. Stutzla gets the puck turned over, finds Giroux, who's waiting with his stick pointing to the rafters, and just hammers one. It's tied. And then the cat, off some great work from the dog. 17.37 of the third. 
makes it 5-4. Sends hang on. It was dicey at the end. Seattle had a lot of uh, zone time and opportunities. Won a couple of uh, big face-offs in Ottawa's end. They couldn't clear a couple of times, uh, but the puck stayed out. Ottawa gets two points. They're four points back of the Penguins. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. 613-750-1200. Dave is up next. Dave, how are you feeling tonight? Preach. What a roller coaster game. That's heart in your throat hockey right there. Um, I mean, look, great start coming off the terrible game in Chicago, and they need that. Um, that said, I mean, that power play, I, I do not like how reckless they seem to have been on it lately. I feel, you know, they, in that position of 3 nothing, they're so, they're moving the puck around pretty well, but they're so focused on scoring that they're completely forgetting their positions. And, I mean, you can't be given up an odd man rush. I know it's a bad bounce off spot, but that that two on one can't happen in that position. You've got the game in your possession, three nothing. Um, you know, after that, Seattle comes back, they take momentum. But that said, I was really impressed in the third period. I thought, you know, they they go down four three. They didn't get rattled though, and they got rewarded for it at the end, which is great because I think it's showing some maturity on their side. What we weren't seeing at the beginning of the year. Um, and, uh, you know, they were still immature in the second period, but they win. They win a big game. They keep us in the race. Uh, I want to shout out Holden. I thought Holden played really well tonight. Um, you know, he was pretty much just steady Eddie there back there on the back end. Uh, old man G shows up again. And <laughs> I haven't been impressed with Debrinka in terms of his finishing there, but I'll, I'll <laughs> get that goal. You know what? If it's, it's, it's a dirty one, it's a dirty one. If that can spark him up down the stretch, we're going to need it. Because I, I really do think that we are the chaser, you know, between the Islanders and the Penguins down the stretch there. I think we're going to give them a run for their money. And uh, it, it, this game was super important. If you don't get this game, you lose it after being up 3 nothing there. I, I don't know if they would have had, you know, they didn't potentially come back and make a, a run that they needed to. But this, this puts us in a good spot. So on to Vancouver. Going to be big game Saturday, big game Sunday. But let's, let's, let's get it done Saturday, all right? Right on. Thanks for the call, Dave. Um, yeah, I, I was considering Joseph, or not Joseph, Holden as my hardest worker, but uh, ended up going with the cat because the game-winning goal, clutch goal, you got to give him something. Uh, but I, I was considering Holden. Uh, I, I will say I didn't love, I don't love him on his on his weak side. I think there was a, a couple of plays tonight where under normal circumstances, whether it's a right shot D or if, or if Holden received the puck on, on the left side, uh, he's making a, a quick play, whether it's to his partner or up to forward and, and out. Um, and there was a couple that handcuffed him because he's digging it off the uh, the wall and uh, resulted in, in chances or, or shots against or just extended zone time for Seattle. So I don't love it. I don't think that's the ultimate fit. Um, Chikrin with, uh, with Holden on his offside. Um, but I did like his game, and hey, <laughs> get two assists tonight. How about that? And uh, one of them, uh, one of them, he he mishandled the Stutzla pass to him, and uh, kind of ended up poking it to Chikrin, who, who scored. Uh, but hey, they don't ask how; they ask how many, and he had two apples tonight. So good for him. All right, let's go uh, listen to some player audio from this evening. And we got to start with the cat, right? Let's see if uh, he's getting any meows in the background. Here's Alex Debrinkit in conversation with Gord Wilson. You obviously like the end result here tonight. What else did you like the most about how your team started and continued to play? Yeah, I thought the resilience there was was pretty good. Um, go up three nothing quick, and they came back, battled back. They're a good team. We knew it was going to come, and um, just to stick with it. Even when we went down four three, we battled back right away, and um, G got that goal right after that. So. Um, you know, good game by us. You know, never gave up, and um, you know, worked out for us in the end. What did you see on the bench here when they did tie it up at two early in the second? Yeah, I thought we were pretty composed. We knew we had to obviously get one, but we we knew we had it in us too. Um, we were playing well, and um, you know, like I said, G had a great shot there, and um, you know, kind of calms us down too. Sometimes the hockey gods have a way of smiling, right? You gave up a couple of own goals tonight, but then your shot ends up in the back of the net as the winner yeah um you know sometimes that works out like that and um you know i think yeah like like you said there's a couple against us like that so um it's nice to go the other way and you know benefit from it so um you know we're happy we can get that that win and two points and uh, move on to the next game how important was it to have short memories after monday's start to this road trip 
yeah um i mean obviously we didn't like the way we played last game and um but we had a good stretch before that so we just had to you know get back to the way we were playing and um forget about that game and i think that goes for even winning one you know you gotta restart each game's a new day and um you know we gotta come out strong each game this is the fifth game fifth time in the last six games that you know the goals are coming in bunches for the group and more importantly coming from a variety of different players what does that say at this point in the season where there's so many different players that are able to light the lamp yeah i mean i think that's why we're having so much success is um you know a lot of guys are stepping up when you know, maybe some guys don't have it. The other guys are putting it in the net. So um, that's huge to have, and that's what good teams have. So um, if we can keep that rolling, we'll, we'll be good. I see Patrick Brown scores first as a senator. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, in his first game, he had a good shot there. And, um, you know, to have guys like that contribute and, um, you know, really plays a tough game. So um, I thought he was great out there today. Coach was really quick to point out the production from your line here, just in terms of generating an awful lot. What are you seeing from both of your line mates? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we're playing good D for the most part. Um, and and I think, you know, that always leads to offense too. And they're, they're very skilled players. So, um, you know, once we get those odd man rushes, we can make stuff happen. But it all starts in the D zone. I think we got to, you know, collapse down low, get five and five tight. And, um, you know, we create out of that. There's Alex Debrinkit in conversation with Gord Wilson after uh, scoring the game-winning goal tonight uh, that – Play the the second line I thought was was better than it has been even over the course of the five game winning streak. Nothing to complain about, but there are times maybe I'm wanting a little bit more. Um, I, again, I said earlier I've nothing to complain about uh, with with Chikrin's, or Chikrin with um, reading the next text I'm about to read, but uh, with Pinto's game up the middle, especially considering the circumstances, first full year in the NHL, he's supposed to be their third line center, and he, he's done a good job as that in that number two spot and. Line kind of put it together tonight um, and uh, resulted in a couple of goals. One from Pinto and uh, one from uh, DeBrinkett. Game winner. Less than three minutes left. All right, let's go back to some more texts. So unsigned, I believe, says, I feel Chikrin is already proving he's our number one D and showing amazing presence on both sides today uh, with a great shot after Holden's fumble and that great stick on the puck in the air along with uh, many other plays Please replace Shabbat on PP1 with him. PP1's been struggling. Great win, though. Uh, Mads was solid. Yeah, it, it small sample size, but I, I think that's a fair take that uh, Chikrin is proven that he, he's he got a lot to like about him. Uh, real solid uh, at both ends. Um, got to find that right fit and, uh, and see how everything plays out with... Uh, Chikrin, Sanderson, and Shabbat on that left side, uh, what they end up doing, how they end up shifting things and uh, going forward. But uh, I've been super impressed with uh, his poise on the ice and uh, the way he handles his uh, his availabilities and just the, the raw emotion that he's shown in being a senator, what it means to him is awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, Enzo says, they don't ask, they ask how many huge two points. Uh, Maddie says, real character win for the Senators tonight. I'm going to be a little negative, though. Make Shabbat a forward. The guy can't play defense. What was that he was doing on the first goal, giving the shooter such a good lane, and then he ends up going off him, uh, obviously, and in. Uh, that aside, though, boys fought hard tonight. Always can't count out our boy Joseph put in the work. Go, sense go from Maddie. I-, I thought Joseph struggled a little bit. He had a nice play on the Brown goal. Um Tough, okay, by say struggle, he had a tough second period. Uh, the play where he couldn't get the puck out, and he had another play, two-handed, or shorthanded two-on-one with Stutzla, where he, he doesn't shoot, he doesn't put, put the puck on net, doesn't put the puck anywhere near Stutzla, just kind of puts it in an open space in the slot. Seattle comes up ice and almost scores uh, on the play. Tough, tough, maybe five or six-minute stretch in that second period, but I did like his energy in uh, in that third period, and he, and he bounced back nicely. Thanks for the text, Maddie. Um, let's go to BC again. This texter says, four points back of the P word. Great gutty win. Let's keep it up. Would love to see the lads in the playoffs. But we can't call it that. We're calling it the P word. Darren from New, Men- New-, New Westminster, BC. New Westminster, BC. There we go. Third time's the charm. Sorry, I'm solo. Need to take a sip of water. I'll do that when we throw to our next 
locker room interview. Brian has texted in, hey, Graham, best thing I can say about this game is DJ finally realized not to put Austin Watson's line out after the important points of the game. Uh, he didn't roll the fourth line once there. The final eight minutes left in the third period comes in from Brian. Uh, that's actually something I was focusing on as well. Uh, I thought they struggled uh, tonight. Uh, just looking back at the numbers here. Watson, uh, dash one in seven and a half minutes. Uh, Castlick dash one in seven minutes. And Broussard, a dash two in 11 minutes. Um, I thought they struggled. Really didn't like uh, the play, the the battle that Watson lost. Kind of put himself on the wrong side of the puck um, to enter the zone. Uh, puck was chipped up the wall. Uh, to him at the blue line, and he and he loses the battle to to Dunn, who ends up walking in and receiving the puck back from Gordon, ripping it for the the four three goal. Um, so I I was looking at that too. I was like, every time there'd be a, a whistle and a face off, I'm looking. I'm like, this would not be a good time to send the fourth line out right now. And uh, they didn't see the ice, so uh, I liked that management uh, within the game from the coach. Uh, Sam the Sens fan is texted in. Woke up with four minutes left after falling off uh, asleep in the first intermission, but let's freaking go. Also, if that icing uh, call at the end went in after the faceoff, which would the puck clearly didn't make it to the line, oh boy, there would be some fire. Go Sens, Sam the Sens fan. Yeah, lots of people fired up about that icing call by the officials. Oh, the Prince. He's not calling, so he must be going to bed. Prince is in with a text here. We'll be able to sleep like a baby after that win. Lots of ups and downs. Sogard was there. When we needed him, and Chicky was all over the ice. How about them sends from the Prince? And a boy, Prince, sleep easy, sends money line. All right, let's go uh, to our final audio portion of this segment. Uh, and uh, I forget who I told you was going to go. Oh, Holden. Nick Holden in conversation with Gord Wilson. Other than the result, what did you like the most about uh, what you saw from your team here tonight? I think just the resiliency we showed. I think it was obviously a great start by us getting up in uh, in the game, and then uh, they're a good team. They showed that, came back, took a lead, and we just stuck to our game and kept coming, kept coming, and obviously ended up with the result we wanted. Is that the most impressive part, that there wasn't any panic to your game when the game was tied at three? Yeah, I think that... It's just the, at this time of year, you need to have that in your game because all the games going down the stretch here, uh, for the most part, are going to be tight games. And so you need to be able to, to play in those games and, and stick in your system and know that they're going to have opportunities. Just You can bend, just don't break. And um, I think we showed that tonight. This was a hell of a test, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, they're obviously they're rolling right now and they're one of the top teams out here. So uh, it was nice to, after that Chicago game, to, to come back to our game and... Uh, play a good team and, and play a really uh, solid game. Nick, you have a pair of assists tonight. Uh, Jacob Chikrin has a goal. Is this team at its best when the defense is contributing on the offensive side of the puck? Yeah, I mean, I think the NHL now, uh, the defense has to contribute. They have to be joining rushes and uh, extending plays. And so I think, obviously, like any team in the league, uh, whenever the D are, are contributing, it, it bodes well for their team. What uh, did you think of Patrick Brown scoring his first tonight as a senator? I just, uh, it's always exciting to see guys score their first with the team. I played with Brownie in uh, Vegas, so uh, I know what he does on the ice, and he just works hard and puts himself in good positions, and so obviously it's nice for him to get in the lineup and, and contribute. There's Mr. Good in the Room, Nick Holden, uh, who checks back into the lineup tonight with uh, a couple of helpers in this one and uh, played pretty well alongside Jake Chikrin, uh, I, I did mention earlier, I don't love that pair in, in general just because, actually, they did, midway through the third period, they changed uh, Chikrin over to uh, to the right side, and I thought that was smoother. I, a couple of times, um, the handling of the puck uh, along the wall wasn't as smooth as it, as it could have been, but again, that's I'm, I'm nitpicking here. They uh, Win's a win, and, and he played pretty well uh, and picked up a couple of assists. Cam, what did you think of... Uh, Nick Holden's game tonight. Um, I I know I just know overall, just on social media, people weren't too keen on him being drawn back into the lineup in the first place. Do you think a couple of assists is enough to keep him in the starting six on the back end, or do you think kind of DJ might just shuffle him and Brandstrom depending on the matchup on that given night? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I think that's a likely scenario um, because I will say that. 
I believe Brandstrom's play has been good enough where he deserves to be in the lineup. Uh, I think he's dictated through his play defensively uh, that uh, that he's one of the six best defenders here. Um, and and it, the eye test is, says that. The numbers say that. With um, his possession numbers, he's, he, he's, a, he's turned himself into a solid defender. He's not tall. Um, and Seattle uh, has a number of quick and uh, and big guys on that team, especially on the blue line. Not that they're battling, matching too much with uh, with Ottawa's blue line, but uh, definitely a scenario where, especially coming off their blowout loss, um, even though I thought Branson was fine in that game against Chicago, uh, considering how everyone looked, um, it's it was something that you could kind of see coming. I, I don't know if it's going to be a pattern where this is the, the six that are in most often. Uh, or if, like you said, it'll be dependent on matchups and maybe if, if he likes uh, the way Branstrom looks uh, in a certain situation or against a certain opponent, we'll see him. But I, I think he deserves to get in the lineup not too far from now. Like, I, I think if he, if he were to sit out a number of games, I don't think his play has is, is dictated that. I I don't think he, he deserves to, to not be in the lineup. But DJ is very superstitious. Gord mentions right. this whenever he's on. Uh, notice the color of tie after a win. He'll be wearing the t- same color tie he had tonight on Saturday. So will he change his lineup? Not sure, but uh, good question. If you're looking at the future, I think you for sure play Brandstrom more just because of potential and room to grow. But I, obviously right now it's all about winning in the present, right? So it's just whatever he thinks gives them the best chance on that night. Yeah, I, I think at times Brandstrom gives them a better opportunity in the present. In, in the In the future, I... I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess it depends on on what the the view of whoever's in charge and, and behind the bench. If it's if it's DJ, um, and, and I say that I don't want to talk about somebody's job after a win here and after pushing back into a, the, a playoff position or chase. Um, but the fact of the matter is, once this franchise is sold, there's going to be an evaluation top to bottom. And I think if it's DJ. I think he he likes the way that that Brandstrom has has turned his game around uh, in his own end, but I I don't know if he's a particularly huge fan. I don't, I don't think he dislikes him. I just he how many times you hear him talk in in pre and post game interviews about Big D, whether it's the opponent or or his own. He he, he likes his his big physical defenseman. So if he can get somebody else to to fill a depth role, I I think that's going to be the coach's priority. But we'll see how it continues to play out. Uh, back to a couple more texts before we have one more break with uh, content, right? Yeah, okay. Um, what do we got here? I'm just reading them from the order they came in. Shane from Van. See another. Look at all these people on the left coast. Good way to stick with it. In the past, we would have blown that lead and lost six three. I'm wondering if we should try Chikrin on the first power play instead of Shabbat tonight to crack and look like they were giving us the shot and smothering down low plays. Chikrin has a better shot than Shabbat, thus it might be open with those possibilities. Thanks for the show, Shane from Van. Shane texted that in before I kind of addressed that from another text. Uh, but I agree. I think ultimately at some point he will provide the better option back there, whether they, they give that to him soon it, during this stretch or where it's a next year thing, but uh, definitely possesses a, a shooting threat from the blue line on PP one forklift guy. Another text from Vancouver. Good evening. Creech. Wow. What a game started. Good. Better ending. We don't talk about the middle. G came up big again. Sogard did good. Ugly bounces against him. Hope you get to sleep in tomorrow, Creech. Get home safe. Go, sense go from Forklift Guy. Thanks for the text. Thanks for listening. I got to get up early, get the kids to school and daycare, but I should be able to mix in a pretty solid nap before working the drive tomorrow. Thanks to the boss who switched AJ and I around so that I, I don't have like a two-hour sleep between uh, shows. So I will definitely take advantage of some napping at some point tomorrow. Alex texts in, hey, Graham, huge win. Claude Giroux is such a good player. Alex up stepped up when needed. Agreed with both. Chris and Bridalwood, first off, thanks for doing the late show, guys. Second, as soon as Giroux was called for that high-sticking penalty after a suspect hit uh, from the Seattle defender, I texted my brother and said, G's scoring tonight, count it. Giroux, such an Alfie-esque feel about him. It's the don't poke the bear kind of vibe, and we were lucky to get to watch him play. Huge two points tonight. Uh, big weekend ahead. Go, sons, go. Chris and Bridalwood. Thanks for listening and texting. 
Yeah, he's he's a dog, man. That guy is so competitive. Um, love to hear him yapping. And, and I knew as soon as I, I saw, I agree with you. As soon as I saw the hit before he took his penalty, I'm like, he's reacting here. He's pissed. And you could hear him barking and uh, ended up getting called with a high stick. And then he was really uh, yapping after that. Punched the uh, penalty box glass a couple of times and then uh, ends up with a massive goal after uh, Seattle took the brief lead. He's uh, what a what a pickup that's been for sure. All right, let's take a break. Uh, on the other side, I'll get to more of your texts. We'll hear from Shane Pinto and Patrick Brown. The Sens with a 5-4 win over the crack, and this is the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show on the TSN 1200 Ottawa Senators Radio Network. The Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show continues on TSN 1200. Welcome back to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show. The Sens with a 5-4 win if you're just tuning in. They were up 3-0 less than nine minutes into the game. Seattle came back to tie it. Then they took the lead. The Kraken did 4-3 in the third. It's like, oh, no. Vincent Dunn scored the 4-3 goal. It's like, oh, no. Are the playoffs hopes done? Nope. Claude Giroux ties it up and then sets up the game winner. They win 5-4, take two points. They're four points back of the Penguins. Uh, Dino was texted in. Hey, Creech, that was a huge W. Boys gutted it out. I wouldn't mind seeing Chikrin play top power play unit. That shot of his is a weapon. Uh, would have to see uh, what would happen on that top unit. Really happy for Sogard. Uh, Kid has had some bad bounces against him, but he made a very big save. Let's go on to Vancouver. Go, sends go from Dino. I believe this text is unsigned. Dare I say Chikrin might be the best two-way defenseman in the league. Hit on Sen's money line and Chikrin goal. Who wants it? Comes in unsigned. Yeah, I think that might be a stretch calling the best two-way guy in the league, but I love the optimism, positivity, the vibes with this fan base. Finally, I, I did all these games last year solo when they're on the West Coast, and they sucked. They were out of it 20 games into the season. This is much better. Forget about me. How about the fans that suffered through this rebuild? It's been a long time. You guys deserve this. As one texter says, early wrench to me, no way I'm going to work. Selly for the boys, Jake from Nepean. Exactly. You deserve it. You deserve to call in sick on a Friday after your teams win a West Coast game. Get to within four points of a playoff spot. All right. Shane Pinto. I've been really impressed with his play the last, ever since Ridley Gregg went down uh, and he solidified himself as uh, the second line center for this team. Uh, for the rest of the season, uh, he's been solid. Uh, here he is. He scored tonight. Here he is in conversation with Gord Wilson. How good does this win feel for you and your hockey team? Yeah, um, I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah, you, know, you know, we had a tough game uh, in Chicago, but I just think the way we responded and the maturity that we showed tonight, I think uh, it'll go a long way for sure. Was that maturity level evident uh, when they tied things up at three in the second? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think uh, even, didn't they go out? in the lead in the third too so I think uh, yeah yeah so we just kind of stuck with it and we just believe in our group and believe in the way we play and it worked out so Shane what's working for you in particular but your line mates as well the line as a whole yeah I think it's just uh you know it takes a little bit you know we were jumbling around the beginning of the year and we were trying different things and now we played a a little bit and we kind of know each other's tendencies and um you know I think we're just supporting each other working hard and we're just having fun now I think in the beginning, we were kind of holding our sticks a little too tight, but now we're just having fun, and uh, it's, it's been fun. So Safe to say that your confidence level is back where it should be? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's a long year. I know I, it's just it's just how it goes. It's a hard league, and uh, I'm just trying to take it day by day and just learn, And um, but I definitely feel better. Nice to see Patrick Brown score his first here as a senator. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, good play by Joe, and... Uh, you know, the score is always uh, just a sigh of relief. You know, he's going to feel so much more comfortable and just uh, play key minutes for us. So I'm definitely happy for him. It's awesome. This is the fifth fifth time in the last six games that the goals have been coming in bunches, but more importantly from a variety of different players. What does that say about this team at this point in the season? Yeah, I mean, if you want to if you want to continue this push and, uh, you know, make playoffs, I think we're going to have to have contributions from everyone. That's just how hockey is. It's a four-line and a 60 kind of game, and um, we're definitely going to continue to need that if we want to continue to push here. So it's definitely cool. 
There's Shane Pinto in conversation with uh, our Gord Wilson. Uh, nice game for Pinto. Uh, he picked up uh, a goal, a couple of shots, 17 minutes ice time, 73% on the dot. Um, nice game for Shane Pinto. Get to the text in a second. I always, I find I neglect the tweets. I'm just, I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at the emails for the calls. I'm looking at the calls, the co-host typically, the tw- the texts. Sometimes I forget about the tweets. I got to pay more attention to the tweeters. This comes in from John. Quick thoughts. Claude Giroux plays better, Mad. Only a small handful of players can do that. Mad Sogard performance is one of the best Ottawa goalie performances this year by anyone. Pinto is Mr. Consistent and Responsible All Game. Comes in from John on Twitter. Thanks for the tweet, John. What else we got here? Watched the game in Florida with my nephew. Had a few and almost lost hope for a moment, but Carlton Place never loses hope from sensing a W. Carlton Place representing in Florida. Um, Devin from Carlington. Not how you draw it up, but a gutsy road win, massive two points, power play was snapping it around, and those floodgates will open in Vancouver. The Great Dane made some clutch saves tonight. We'll need him if we're going to stay in this thing. And gee, what can you say about his compete level? What a workhorse, insane IQ, go sense go from Devin from Carlington. Jason from Victoria has texted in. Loving the West Coast vibes tonight. Making the trip to the mainland to finally watch my boys live out west. This has been the only time the Sens have played in Vancouver on a Saturday since I've lived in Victoria. Super stoked. Go Sens go. Oh, happy for you, Jason. Look forward to that. I got a couple of lads at the game too Saturday night. I'm telling them to call in. Hopefully it's W. Uh, Sprott celebrating his 40th birthday. He's going to be there with the boys. We want to hear from you. Have fun, Jason. What else we got? Oh, Brandon in Vancouver. I'm telling you, so much love from BC tonight. Brandon here in Vancouver, but in Seattle, driving home. Hell of a victory for the boys. Was one of the harder regular season games to watch. Safe to say, 3-0 lead is the worst lead in hockey, especially with our Senators. Another text, another night, where Claude Giroux brings it. He's really bleeping incredible. Go since go in Van City next game from Brandon. Thanks for the text. Glad you got to enjoy the W at Climate Pledge Arena especially when it looked great and then it didn't look so great and it looked great, great again. All right. Let's la- wrap up live from the locker room. Here's the newest Senator, Patrick Brown, speaking to Gord Wilson after scoring his first game as a Sen. Patrick, you said this morning you wanted to just keep things simple. Um, you get rewarded. Yeah, we were keeping it simple. Um, Joe did a great job on that forecheck, read the goalie rim and made a great play. But, uh, you know, I think the team played awesome tonight. We did the simple things right, and it led to uh, two points. How does that feel to score in your first game in this uniform? Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, that was awesome, but most importantly, we got the win. What did you see down the stretch here? This team clearly showed a lot of maturity through, um, you know, going up 3 nothing. Seattle comes back, goes up, and then coming back and holding out down the stretch. Yeah, um, you know, that's a that's a tough game to play sometimes. You get up early and then all of a sudden you're down in the third. But, you know, we stuck together and we kept playing the right way. We didn't try and cheat for offense. We just kept playing the right way and uh, we got rewarded. What did you get a sense of on the bench when they had tied it early in the second period? Trying to stay calm. You know, sometimes it's hard to do, but uh, we got some veterans on this team and the young guys uh, did a great job too. We stayed calm and kept playing the right way. You knew about your abilities in the face-off circle beforehand. I'm not that you were close to 70%, I think, tonight. Just doing what I can to help the team. There's the newest Senator Patrick Brown in conversation with Gord Wilson. Here comes a spoiler alert if you like to be surprised about who gets the goggles. So spoiler alert. It's coming. Turn the radio down for a brief second if you want to find out. It's up on social media. Cam Clement. Patrick Brown got the goggles tonight. And I just, I love the things the Sens players notice about, about that kind of, it's small little things, but you watch the game as a fan and, oh, this guy had a big night, that guy had a big night, he's going to get the goggles. They often reward either somebody celebrating a milestone or um, whatever. In this case, Patrick Brown, 
played a relatively minor role tonight. Scored in his first game in a, as a senator, which is huge. Only played 10 minutes and 16 seconds. 67% on the dot and the goal. The boys give him the goggles that make him feel part of the team. He sat out the first few games as a Sen because they were cooking. That's how you build camaraderie. That's a, that's a good locker room. You love to see it. Maybe I'm reading too much in it. I don't care. That's how I feel. Chris in Vancouver. There's so many people from Ottawa here in Vancouver slash Coastal BC. We always come out in good numbers when our Senators are in town, but I expect this weekend will be the best and loudest I've seen it in 20 years I've lived in here. I'm stoked from Chris in Vancouver. Thanks for the text. I hope that's the case. That's awesome. Hearing from all these Vancouver and BC folks, where's the Sens dipper at? Where's the dipper? Fire a T-bomb, 12-1200. Let me know. We heard from you not too long ago. The Sens mathematically can still win the Stanley Cup. All right, a couple more texts here. Chris from Perth. Love Perth. At a cottage just outside Perth. Great spot. Pumped with Sogi giving us a chance to win. Would love to see him stay hot down the road. Big game Brinksy. Not thrilled about how Shabbat played again. He looks like he wants to get rid of the puck as soon as he has it. Sanderson's looking like a future Norris Trophy winner. His skating ability, the way he closes the gap, is second to none. Go since go from Chris from Perth. And I believe this is the final text of the night. I think I've read them all. Unsigned. Don't sleep on Mando. Hope they give the chance in the back-to-back. Love Sogard too. From Unsigned. Yeah, Mandalese. Maybe not the exact pedigree, and he's not having the organization talk about him as if he's the future netminder here. But obviously, insane first game in the win against the Islanders. And then he was solid uh, against the Bruins in Boston in a tough spot, the back-to-back uh, with travel. Bruins hadn't played the day before. They lose 3-1, and it wasn't because of Mando. He was solid. So I would anticipate he gets the start um, either Saturday or Sunday. But they they got to split those up. You, you can't split the two Sogard starts with the reasoning that he has an injury history in those back-to-backs, and, and you don't want that to happen. Now, at the most crucial time of the year, with your two starting netminders injured, you're going to go back-to-back Sogi? I, I don't see it happening. So I, I would believe, to answer the, the question from the text, Mandalese is going to get one of these starts. Right, I lied. Here's one more text. Hey, fellas, love the excitement in March, but I can't see us passing all the teams ahead of us. Still can't wait to see the boys, especially Chikrin and live in Calgary Sunday. We'll be repping the White Kneeler 25 in Section 226. Let's effing go. So there's one from Canmore, Alberta, who's going to be in attendance. And I'm going to ignore those not-so-positive vibes about the standings. Jason in Vancouver, look at this. It just texts all over the place from BC. I love it. Big win tonight. Nice to hear my cousin Brandon text in from Seattle. We've got five of us going to the game Saturday. Go, Sens, go from Jason Vancouver. Sounds like there's going to be a lot of Sens uh, representatives at that game. That's awesome. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to hearing from you guys after the game. All right, that does it for the reaction. Didn't hear from the Dipper. Sorry. Because right now, actually, before we do this, Cam, before we do the scoreboard, Let's take it back to a couple crucial moments tonight in Seattle. Down to the line. Brady Kachuk tried to tip it across to Stutzler, but the play is broken up, and now here's Alexiak with it. To the corner, tries to clear it. Stutzler knocks it down, sends it in front. Giroux scores! Giroux over the shoulder to tie the game at four. Here's Giroux along the boards after a shift change, just trying to get some help. Sanderson holds it in to the corner to Brinkett. Sends it in front, scores! Puck is tipped in front. And I believe Pinto's got his second of the game. You know, boy, this could be interesting here because it may have gone off Will Borgen as well. Alex DeBrinkett may get credit for this goal. First it's the dog. Oh, oh. Then it's the cat. And meow. The Sens come back from being down 4-3. Giroux, baby. Unbelievable. That might have been embarrassing, that dog, uh, uh, that bark and that meow, but I don't care. It's 1.54 a.m., and Giroux was uh, just an absolute beast in tying the game. Love it. Off the turnover, his stick is sky high. Like, think, if you're just listening, you didn't see it. 
that goal that he scored against San Jose with the slap shot and the breakaway, like that's how high his stick was waiting for it when he saw Stitzel he was, turned it over. Sends it to him, uh, high slot, he hammers it home, just pumps it. Then he creates turnover first to the puck uh, and ends up to, on Debrinket's stick for the game winner. Sends win 5-4, baby. Let's go. All right, now it's time to check out the TSN 1200 Out-of-Town Scoreboard. Brought to you by Santa Bear Barbecue Chicken Ribs and Hockey. Okay, we'll look at the standings after the scores. But first, the Stars obliterate the Sabres 10-4 at the Key Bank Center in Buffalo. Ooh, Sabres losing three in a row at the wrong time of the year. And they get destroyed tonight. Elsewhere, one nothing Hurricanes over the Flyers. Uh, the Rangers with a 4-3 shootout win over the Canadians. Islanders, 4-3 winners over the Penguins in overtime. Just awful three-point game for the Sens and their fans. Golden Knights, 4-3 overtime winners over the Lightning. The Devils, 3-2 shootout win over the Capitals. So Washington picks up just one point. The Oilers come back from 2-0 down against the Bruins to win 3-2. Blues, 4-2 winners over the Sharks, but Eric Carlson with his 20th of the year and his 83rd point of the season, which is a new career high for the former Senator. Coyotes really hurting the Preds' playoff chances with a 4-1 win over Nashville. The Kings, 5-2 winners over the Avalanche. So, to the standings we go. We don't care about the West right now. In the East, the Islanders, the top wildcard seed with 76 points. They played 67 games. The Penguins, second wildcard, 74 points. 64 games. I don't know if I just said that twice or not. I don't know. Tired. The Senators. They're the next team. They're ninth. 70 points in 64 games played. Four back of Pittsburgh. They've played the same amount of games. Six back of the Islanders, but they have three games in hand. Here we go. Behind Ottawa's Florida with also with 70, but they've played 65 games. Capitals with a nice 69 points. And then Buffalo with 68. I guess we'll include Detroit there at 67. Keep climbing those standings since. Let's go. To the Players' Championship, TPC Sawgrass, just outside of Jacksonville, Florida, where T-Law was uh, on the scene yesterday. He's got his new number one target, ready to go. Calvin Ridley, the Jags, baby. But to the players, Chad Ramey, 8-under-64, has a one-shot lead over Colin Morikawa, who's minus seven after one round. Uh, how about the Canadians? Six of them. T3, Taylor Pendrith, five under. T6, Adam Svensson, four under. Adam Hadwin, not a bad opening round. One under 71. He's T32. Uh, so those are the Canadians in the red. Uh, Nick Taylor, plus two. Corey Connors and Mackenzie Hughes, three over par, both of them. See if they can rebound tomorrow. To U Sports, women's final eight, Cape Breton hosting number one Carlton. And it's the Ravens women with a 56 51 win over the hosts. They advance to the semifinals. Two wins away from another national championship for the Carlton Ravens. All right, that does it uh, for the out of town scoreboard. Let's wrap up uh, a final scoring summary. Why not, eh? When it's big sense W. Shane Pinto opened the scoring 4-10 in the game from Holden and Chikrin. one nothing sends. Chikrin then is ninth of the year from Holden and Stutzla four minutes later at 8-10. 2 nothing sends. Patrick Brown, first goal as a Sen in his first game from Joseph at 8-27. It's not even eight and a half minutes in. It's 3 nothing sends. The vibes are flying high. But then Jared McCann would spoil that a little bit with a shorthanded goal at 11-56. Uh, it was a 2-1-1. Sogard made the save, and then it went off Shabbat. And into the net, 3-1 after 1. And the second, Jaden Schwartz on another play that uh, was bounced in. Schwartz might have touched it. Still credited as his goal, but looked like it went off. Uh, Chikrin as well. Schwartz from Dunn and Bjorkstrand at 2-11, 3-2. Then McCann from Sprong and Gord at 8-11, 3-3. Heading to the third period, Vince Dunn opens the scoring in the third. 4-3 from Gord at 3-23. Oh, no, it's 4-3 Seattle. What's going on? It's okay. 
Less about a half a minute later, Giroux from Stutzla at 401. It's 4-4, and then the Cat at 1737 from Sanderson and Giroux makes it 5-4 Sens. They hold on for the win. They're at 70 points, four points back of the Penguins. Well, thank everyone involved in today's broadcast. Jamie Baker for doing the pregame show way back at 8 o'clock when we started this bad boy. Darren Dreger, who joined me uh, off the top. Dean Brown and Gord Wilson at tonight's call. Cam Clement producing this bad boy. You, the good listener, for keeping me some company with some texts and tweets and phone calls. Sends on to Vancouver Saturday night. Take down the Canucks. Creep closer to a playoff spot. Thanks for listening. Have a great night.